They'll reverse it over to Bergstrom. Bounce pass, beautiful to Abbott. Layup, good. On the assist from Grant Bergstrom. Boy, Bergstrom has just been playing lights out here this evening. This afternoon, it's the opening round of the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament. Today's first doubleheader features the Amherst Broncos against the North Platte St. Pat's Irish. High school basketball in Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Unguarded, driving in. Kroger got the ball tipped, and the shot is no good. Backside rebound, grabbed by Tinchner. And the outlet pass, Shockey, and here they go up ahead to Palmer. She's ahead of everybody, and the layup is good. The Christmas break is over and both squads are hungry to start off the second portion of their season with a win today. It's the Irish and Broncos coming in next in the Carnegie Catholic Holiday Tournament. But first, the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Cope Gymnasium with ESPN Radio's Doug Duda right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon once again, everyone, from Cope Gymnasium at Kearney Catholic High School. Continuing coverage of the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament, the second of four games today. It's the boys' contest between the Amherst Broncos and the North Platte St. Patrick's Irish. With our producer-engineer, Marin Lawson, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along with us. Both teams have seen some success. Both teams have tasted defeat so far this year. The Irish come in at 5-3, and three, while Amherst is 5-4. and four. But the interesting thing about that is the four teams that have beaten Amherst coming into the holidays have a combined record of 25 and 0. Four teams that they have lost to are all undefeated at this point. Ravenna, Broken Bow, Kennesaw, and Arcadia Loop City. For North Platte St. Pat's, they cannot say the same. They lost to Broken Bow on opening night, who's undefeated. But then they had back-to-back losses to Ogallala and Gothenburg, and of course Ogallala will be taking on Kearney Catholic in the uh, boys' game, or in the second part of our doubleheader here today. In the girls' game, after a a competitive first quarter, the North Platte St. Pat's outscored the Amherst Lady Broncos 23-5 in the second quarter and never looked back. They got the first 13 points of the third quarter, and the running clock began, and they ended up winning the game today by a score of 57-20. Haley Oman led the way with 21 points. We'll come back, take a look at the starting lineup for our boys game, Amherst and North Platte St. Pat's, right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308 468 6206. Car insurance isn't about the car, it's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family. Providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. 
Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Irish of North Platte St. Pat's, number 11 is a six-foot senior, Tyler Hess. Number 15 is a six-foot senior, Jaden Brocious. Number 23, six-foot, two-inch senior, Gary White III. Number 31, a five-foot, ten-inch junior, Nick Neeson. And number 33, a five-foot, eleven-inch sophomore in Charles Oftenkamp. You'll also see the likes of Tyler Ferguson, along with Ben Vizorek and James Roberts, off the bench in the rotation. For head coach William O'Malley, assisted by Brendan Lines and John McClellan, as we told you, the Irish come in with a record of five and three on the season. Now for the Amherst Broncos. Number 10 is a 5'11 inch freshman in Kalen Rohde. Number 14, the leading scorer for the Broncos, a 6'2 senior Holden Eckout. Number 20, 5'11 inch sophomore is Dominic Esperson. Number 40, 6'4 inch senior is Dakota Abbott. And number 54, 6'4 inch senior is Noah Fader. Fader, the transfer in, moved in from Montana. He's missed a couple of games after uh, banging his ankle up against Kennesaw, but is back in the starting lineup today for head coach Bill Giffen, assisted by Les Adelung, Eric Rippon, and Larry Lichty. Amherst 5-4 and four with all four losses to teams that entered the holiday break undefeated on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Also want to let you know that there is basketball on Classic Hits 98.9. Right now, the Overton and Centura boys are playing in the Ravenna Holiday Tournament consolation game. Earlier in the girls' game, Overton picked up the win over the Riverside girls by a score of 46-35. to 35. Also today, the Hastings St. Cecilia girls beat York in double overtime, 44-41. to 41. Well, you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. We'll tip it off in a minute. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Jim Langan is uh, doing the officiating today here in these first two games of our consolation, or our, not our consolation, but our opening action here. And we are ready to go. The home red with the black and silver trim for Amherst, the traveling white with the green and gold trim for North Platte St. Pat's. And the ball is in the air, and St. Pat's is going to win. The opening tip here to start the basketball game. Amherst is going to come out and play a trapping zone. Let's see exactly what they're doing. It doesn't appear to be a 1-3-1, one, one, but, boy, they are running all over the floor. They'll guard the ball 30 feet away from the hoop with the basketball is Nick Neeson. Neeson on the right wing, decides not to take the three, kicks it back out top, sees often camp. St. Pat seems a little confused about what they are running into here defensively. It's a really extended 1-3-1 zone, and with Amherst being long, they have 
Those guys up top guarding the guards, not letting them even get it inside the arc. We've already played 37 seconds, and the ball hasn't even approached the free throw line. Everything's been outside the arc. So St. Pat's will throw it in. Neeson again rotates it over to Gary White. White will back it out. Guarded there by Fader, the 6'4 senior, all the way at half court. Now Neeson gets a look. Three-pointer is on the way, and it is no good. Long rebound comes out to hold an Eck out. Eck out averaging 23 points per basketball game here for Amherst. They'll want to get up and down the floor. Will St. Pat's want to play that game with them? St. Pat's is going to come out and match them up here in the zone. A little jump pass to the backside is going to be picked off by Tyler Hess. And Amherst will turn it over on their opening possession. And as they run up the floor, they slip and fall. And we will get a turnover right back into the hands of the Amherst Broncos. So each team exchanging the turnovers there. And back to the Amherst Broncos. Working around on the right wing. Eck out. Man-to-man defense being applied this time down the floor. Maybe more of a triangle and two as they give it to Fader. Fader leans in. It's not there. Abbott went for the rebound. Couldn't grab it. Then the ball knocked away. Almost stolen away. Nice play by Dominic Esperson. But the rebound eventually ends up in Tyler Hess's hands. And across the timeline we come. We played a minute 40 and there is no score here in our boys game. Backside lob. Oh, it's too tall that time. Trying to corral it underneath is going to be Gary White. But he can't find it. They just lobbed it too tall for him. He would have had a sure layup. And Amherst will pick up the basketball, and here comes Rohde. Rohde into the corner to Eckhout. The three-pointer is off the mark. No good. Offensive rebound put back up off the glass, and it is missed by Esperson. On a try, it won't go for Abbott. It's still on the floor. They'll pick it up, and they'll kick it back out to Eckhout. Brings it to the high post. They'll swing it over to the left-hand corner. Esperson drives into the lane and then loses the handle. Fast break the other way, trying to beat everybody back. The Irish will put a scoop shot up, and it is too strong. No good. And Fader will get the rebound. Off the missed layup attempt from Often Camp. He was just trying so bad. He There was four Broncos chasing him, and he was just staying ahead of him, and then he put it up too strong. At the other end, Abbott, good spin move on the left block. It laid over the front of the rim and in. And we finally have some points in our basketball game. 5.20 to go here in the first quarter, and Amherst scores first, 2 to nothing. Irish trying to come down the middle of the floor with it is Hess. Backside lob again. That one is tipped. Fight for the loose ball. And winning the battle is Jaden Brocious. Brocious will kick it back out top. Eckout went for the steal. St. Pat's just not handling this 1-3-1 very well at all. They'll take a three in the left-hand corner and drain it. As I say that, Gary White steps up and knocks down the first bucket of the ball game for St. Pat's. And it is 3-2. Walking the ball up the floor will be Dominic Esperson. Checking out what the Irish are doing. And it will be man-to-man this time, but they're all sagging to keep an eye on Eckout and Abbott. Abbott averaging nearly 14 points a game. Ball fake, Rody on the left wing, drives, got shoved as he went up to take the shot. We're going to have a foul called. Rody will go to the line and shoot two. Foul is going to be called on Jaden Brocious, the first foul of the game. And Rody, just a freshman, ready to go to the line and shoot two. Brody's free throw is on the way, and it's in and out, no good. And we're going to see multiple substitutions here. For the Irish, they'll go with Ben Vizorek and James Roberts. And for Amherst, Porter Pearson and Trevor Lockhorn. And even Lockhorn is 6'4". You got a lot of those 6'4", 6'2 bodies for Amherst. Second free throw, no good. And the rebound will come down to James Roberts, who just checked into the basketball game. Roberts will put it into the hands 
of his point guard in Nick Neeson. Neeson into the front court to White in the left-hand corner to Oftenkamp. Oftenkamp, bounce pass, tries to get it into the paint there. The ball's tipped away, and the Irish turn it over for the third time already here in the first quarter. And Eckhout will bring the ball up the floor on the right side, picked up there by White. Eckhout decides to take him to the rack. He'll put it up too strong off the glass, no good. Rebound pulled down by Vazoric for the Irish. Baseball pass up ahead, trying to take it in. Some contact, they call no call, and White's shot comes up short. And the rebound brought down by Rody Amherst might have got away with one there. Now Amherst wants to run. They fire it down the corner to Pearson. Pearson does a good job just to keep it in play. Back out top to Rody. Hands it off to Lockhorn. 3.40 to go here in the quarter as they get it to Eckout, and he's fouled. The shot scored. No backside help that time. Eckout able to catch it with the left, put it in his right, and now a chance at a three-point play here for Holden Eckout. 3.39 to go in the first quarter, and it's 4-3. to three. Amherst looking for another one here. The foul was called on Vizoric, his first. And the lefty Eckhout right through the heart. And we will have a substitution as Fader comes back in for Amherst. And Dakota Abbott will catch a breather. 5-3. Broncos up by two. Three and a half to go here in quarter number one. Irish with a basketball, James Roberts. Roberts dumps it into the corner to Often Camp against this zone. Broncos changing it up from time to time. Ball tipped out of bounds. So they'll have to try it again. And the Irish will throw it in with the junior, James Roberts. Six-foot, slender young man. Looks like he could maybe shoot it from about anywhere. Dribble onto the right wing, nothing there. Rotate it back out to the left wing, keeping a very... About five to seven feet behind the three-point arc against this taller zone defense, trying to find a way to get around it. Amherst has really went now to a 2-3 and got out of that 1-3-1 trap that they were doing the first three minutes. Try to get it inside. The ball's tipped and stolen away. Coming up with a loose basketball is going to be Trevor Lockhorn. Four turnovers now for the Irish as Rody brings it up with the left wing. Over to the three-point line, Lockhorn. Lockhorn will cast it up. No good. All Irish underneath. Good job boxing out. No chance for an Amherst rebound. Roberts will pull it down as White brings it into the front court. Leaves it into the corner for Often Camp. Back up top to Neeson. Rotates it right side, and he get White in the corner, but Amherst knows where he's at, so the Irish are trying to move it a little bit quicker. Still just one bucket again. Entry pass knocked away. Tried to force it into Vizoric, and it's knocked out of there by Porter Pearson, and the Irish can't get a shot. Pearson fakes the three, comes inside. Nice dish to Eckhout, who lays it up and in. Just did the little flick from the hip and hold it with five points, but that was all made possible by Porter Pearson, really at both ends. He forced the turnover at the defensive end and then got the assist as White puts up the three-point bucket. It's no good. Holden Eckhout gets the rebound, and Amherst looking pretty good right now. Even though it's only 7-3, to three, it seems like they have dominated the basketball game's first six minutes. Eckhout squares for three, doesn't like it. Got a hand in his face right there from White, so they'll give it off to Rody. Rody into Eckhout, double team, big drop step, and he forces it up and in. Holden Eckhout, that's a tough, tough shot. It was really defended well, and Eckhout already has seven points, and we're going to get a timeout here by Coach O'Malley and North Platte St. Pat's, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with 1.40 to go in the first quarter. It's Amherst 9 and North Platte St. Pat's 3. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. 
Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back to uh, Cope Gymnasium. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics, Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament Opening Day, Irish down here of North Platte St. Pat's 9-3 to Amherst, so they call the timeout, try and get something going here against this zone defense. They get it to Brocious. Brocious on the block, spins, lost it off his leg. And the Irish now with six turnovers here in the first quarter. And a lot of them have come here in the last two minutes. Into the ball game is Tyler Ferguson. They want to put some pressure on the ball as Pearson brings it up with the left hand. Porter swings it over to Eckhout. And, excuse me, that is to a Tanner Thompson who's in. They steal it away from Thompson. Fast break the other way. Contested shot will not go for Hess. And the rebound brought down by Dominic Esperson. So we had some changes personnel-wise during the timeout. Abbott open from 12. He just fires it up there like it's no problem. And Dakota has his second bucket. 11-3 Amherst. A minute to go here in the first quarter. High post. Swinging over to the right side to Tyler Hess. Back out top. Ball dropped there by White. Fired over for a deep, deep three. And it is nailed by Tyler Ferguson. So the only points for the Irish are two three-point buckets, but at least they get something there from Ferguson. 11-6 on the drive, Esperson, and a walk called. So back-to-back turnovers by Amherst. And after a real quick breather, Rody and Eckhout are going to come back in. So Rody and Eckhout, along with Abbott and Fader, and Esperson, so the original starting five in there for the final 38 seconds of the quarter, and you get a bucket here by St. Pat's, and you're only down by one possession, even though you didn't get much to go at all in the first quarter. 30 seconds to go. Back over to Ferguson. They bring that 1-3-1 trap out that they started the game with. Over on the right side to Hess. St. Pat's wants the last shot here. Let's see if they try to set up another one of those backdoor lobs. Often camp maybe looking to set a screen over here. We're down to 12 seconds to go. Back out top to Hess. Get pass over Ferguson. Another long three, and that one is off the mark. No good. Rebound brought down by Eckout. Eckout with three seconds. Midcourt, they're going to get a good look at a three. It's on the way, but no good by Rody. And we are at the end of the first quarter of play. And in the boys' game, it is Amherst 11 and North Platte St. Pat's 6 here on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. 
Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Cope Gymnasium, bringing you the Carney Catholic Holiday Tournament. Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home if needed, as Amherst will turn it over on the first possession of the second quarter, but often can't miss the layup, and then he's going to be able to go back and get his own rebound, then throw it inside and have the ball tipped and turned over. Didn't even give us enough time to do our little read, did they? They want to move the ball quickly, and here's a pull-up three by Fader. He's off the mark, no good. 0 of 4, and then we get a foul going for the rebound. The rebound was going to be Charles Optenkamp's, but he ended up on the ground. The shove by Fader, his first personal foul. Anyway, Carney Towing and Repair will take care of you if necessary, if you're stranded on the side of the road, hopefully not in weather like this, but from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Just underway in the second quarter, 11-6. Amherst has a five-point lead. St. Pat's has two three-point buckets, and that's it. White on the left elbow, tries to move down the lane. He falls, and we're going to get a travel or a jump. We're going to get a jump. Arrow points the way of Amherst. Excuse me, of the Irish, 7-18 to go. And St. Pat's to throw it in. A little confusion about the play. They do get it to White, and he is slapped by Dakota Abbott. You could hear the block here. Eckhout grabs it, runs the floor, lays it up and in. Nine points for Holden Eckhout. John Cook just got Dakota Abbott's number. Wants to know how good a volleyball player he is. He went up and just absolutely spiked that to the ground. 13-6 in favor of the Broncos. The Irish, again, trying to spread out against this zone. They just have seemed confused the whole game so far. And Coach O'Malley a little frustrated down here as Camp drives and a charge on the baseline. He was trying to come down the baseline and kick it into the corner for a possible three. And Camp will pick up his first foul, third team foul, on the Irish. Amherst only has two players that have scored, nine for Eckhout and four for Abbott. Rebounds, Amherst has doubled up North Platte-St. Pat's. The three-point shooting, the Irish 2-for-5. Amherst is 0-for-4. Of course, Amherst has been a very good three-point shooting team over the last handful of years. They'll put a little pressure on, but Amherst chews this up. Dominic Esperson just brings it all the way up the floor, kicks it back to Abbott, who hands it off to Rody. Rody down to Fader. Fader on the left block. Big 360 move, and he's going to draw the foul. Irish just can't keep up with him. Two free throws coming up for Fader. And it's going to be on Often Camp, and he gets two fouls in about 15 seconds. And coming to the scores table has been Vizoric to presumably check in for him. Noah Fader to shoot two free throws, and the first one is up, and it is in. Amherst was one of three from the line in the first quarter. St. Pat's has yet to beat the line. They've yet to hardly get the ball inside. Second free throw, Fader, and it is good. 15-6 to six now, the lead at 9 for the Broncos. And walking the ball up the floor will be the Irish giving it off to Nick Neeson. Neeson into the right-hand corner to Hess. Hess can't get the shot away. Right elbow, they'll go to White. Reverse it over to Vizoric. Skip pass in the corner to Hess. Back to White. Three-pointer, good. So the three-pointers are keeping North Platte St. Pat's at least moving offensively here. Three threes, 15-9, six minutes to go second quarter. Eckhout already with it in the left corner. Kicks it up to Abbott at the free throw line. One dribble, takes it in, and got fouled. And they're going to give him two free throws. Looks like Hess is going to be the guilty prodigy here. And for Tyler, that'll be his first fifth team foul on the Irish. And Dakota Abbott will shoot two. First free throw is on the way, and it's bouncing around, and it finds the way home. 
A little shooter's touch there for Dakota Abbott. 16-9. Second free throw. Good. So four for four at the line to start the quarter here for Amherst, and the lead is eight, 17-9. And St. Pat's easily won the girls' game, and then starting at five, we've got Carney Catholic and Ogallala doubleheader. The Ravenna Holiday Tournament continuing now on Classic Hits. Another three. This time it is Hess. Can't get it to go. Abbott will pull down his second rebound. And here come Amherst Broncos down to Eckhout. Boy, they're bodying him. He'll kick it out to Abbott. Free throw line jumper won't go this time. Eckhout's just too big. Goes up, grabs it, scores. Eckhout just a big old boy out there. 19-9. Broncos with the lead. And Coach O'Malley thinking about maybe calling a timeout. He's come all the way out to midcourt here. We'll run the right elbow to get it to Hess. Thought about dumping it inside to Brocious, but it is tipped away. And then what a play by Amherst. Eckhout, they were just going to let it go, but Eckhout got to it and threw it off of one of the North Platte St. Pat's players. And another turnover for the Irish. That's nine so far in the basketball game. And a timeout going to be called. Here with 5.06 remaining in the first half, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. The Irish struggling offensively. Amherst leads it 19-9. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Doug Duda back with you here on KXPN Kearney with 5.06 to go. In the first half of play, Amherst has taken the lead up to 10 already at 19-9 over North Platte St. Pat's. Their defense has been the difference so far in this basketball game and holding Eckhout already 11 points here in the contest. Eckhout with the basketball on the right wing, kicks it up top to Rohde. Rohde guarded in the man-to-man, trying to get... Eckhout posted up. They do. And now he's double teamed. Now he's triple teamed. It doesn't matter. His vertical's good enough to elevate and score. And 13 points now for Eckhout. 21 to 9. A dozen point lead. And North Platte St. Pat's, all their points are on three pointers, three threes. And they, they pass it out towards half court more than they're passing it towards the paint. Just outsized here. And it seems to really be bothering them. Well, it is really bothering them. Into the corner with it is going to be Tyler Ferguson. Ferguson underneath and a reverse layup is no good by Vizorek and Abbott will bring down his third rebound. They want to run. It's a five on four all the way to the rack. Rohde takes it off the glass with a right hand and scores. And Kalen with his first bucket of the ball game, 23-9. to nine. So whatever Coach O'Malley has tried to get to his kids in that timeout hasn't worked. Here's a lob backside trying to get it to White. Eckhout deflected it. It goes to Brocious. He missed the layup. Now St. Pat's, when they get it inside, is a little intimidated, and Eckhout gets the rebound, but as he brings it up the floor, turns it over. 
So the sixth turnover here for the Broncos. 3.35 to go in the second quarter. It is 23-9 Amherst. St. Pat continues to work the ball around. They're just not getting a lot of movement away from the basketball. Got to be frustrating. It'll be interesting to see what happens to start the third quarter because it might be a long halftime, at least staying in the locker room for the Irish. White corner three, he hits it. Gary has three threes so far, but that's about all that the Irish have been able to muster in this basketball game. 23-12, to 12, Amherst. And uncharacteristically, they walk the ball up the floor again, trying to take their man off the dribble. Bounce pass into the paint. They'll get it to Eck out, wrap around to Abbott. The ball just didn't bounce. It skidded, and it went out of bounds. Didn't bounce up to Abbott. Now Fader is back in, and Pearson is back in for Amherst. Irish just haven't been able to do anything to spark this crowd or spark their enthusiasm. White trying to bring the ball up the floor here against Porter Pearson. Pearson had a couple of nice plays in the first quarter when he came in. White, again, just staying around the perimeter. Back over to White. He's going to try another three, and he got it. Gary White with four three-pointers. All the points in this quarter, 12 of the 15 overall, 23 to 15. Amherst by eight. And Trevor Lockhorn skips it over to Pearson. Back down to Eckout. He's quadruple team. Back out for a three-pointer. Lockhorn can't get it to go. And the ball goes out of bounds. So you can tell Eckout now pretty soon probably is going to stop scoring if they defend him like this. But if they get him the ball, he's going to have a bunch of assists because everybody else on the team is going to be open. They're dropping three or four guys down on him once he gets that ball inside. But here comes St. Pat's hitting back-to-back threes, and they have the ball again. Will White try to take another one? No, he goes baseline, flips it into Often Camp. He's got two 6'4 players on him, and Fader blocks his shot from behind. Amherst grabs it. They want to run, but the numbers aren't there. Esperson wisely slows it up. Fader runs the floor. He misses the shot. The rebound is brought down. Gary White blocks the shot that time of Trevor Lockhorn trying to put it back up. And now we've got a jump ball scenario, and the arrow points the way of the Broncos. That was pretty good hustle back by the Irish trying to get back into this ball game before halftime. And coming in now for the Broncos will be Grant Bergstrom. As Amherst gets the ball underneath their own hoop, Lockhorn not really sure what the play call is, so he's just going to lob it out to him. Bergstrom gets it over to Pearson. Holding that count, came out to get a breather right now. High post to get it to Abbott. Fadeaway jumper from nine, no good. Rebound pulled down by Often Camp, the third for Charles. Fast break the other way, White, everything is... Outside the arc. If they're going to take a shot, it's probably a transition three. Ferguson calling for the ball. But by the time they got it to him, he was covered by Bergstrom. Rotated over. Here's a three on the way for Hess. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Fader. But it's been 23 points now for quite a while for Amherst. The lead is at eight. 124 to go. The ball poked away. Poked away by Ferguson. They get it back to him. He comes the other way. And we're going to get a blocking foul on Fader trying to hustle back. And Ferguson is going to get to go to the line and shoot two free throws. So back-to-back threes, and now a chance to get some free throws and get this thing closer, 23-15. to 15. Amherst with the lead, 1.16 to go in the first half. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Free throw up. It is no good. The foul on Fader, by the way, his second. Coming back in, Eck out, Esperson, Rohde. On our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, we'll give you the first half stats, recap the first game of the day in the girls' contest, give you some other scores from around our radio games, and 
Keep you up to date on the bowl games. Shootout in the Belk Bowl. Second free throw, no good. And the rebound brought down by Dakota Abbott. A&M has a 45-41 lead over Wake Forest. There's still 11 and a half to go in the game. Trapped in the front court is going to be Rody. Rody needs some help. Just throws it up top. Eck out. Back down to the baseline. Reverse layup is going to hit the rim and be no good for Esperson. And then we've got a foul called maybe on Abbott as Neeson came out of there with a basketball. Not close to picking up any kind of bonus yet. That's only the third foul of the entire half. And they're all on the post players. Fader has two, and then that one on Abbott. 59 seconds remaining here before halftime. 23 to 15, Amherst. It was 23 to 9, and Amherst hadn't scored in nearly three minutes. So it might be Eckout time again. In the ball game for St. Pat's is James Roberts. Rotated over to Hess. In between, Nick Neeson staying at the top of the circle. Hess in the corner. Skip pass back out top to Roberts. 40 seconds to go. Roberts decides to take the three. Off the mark. Offensive rebound. Put back up and in by Camp, and he is fouled. That is the first two-point basket of the entire game by North Platte St. Pat's. It took them 15 and a half minutes to get a two-point bucket. The foul on Dominic Esperson, and now the free throw is on the way, and it is no good by Camp. The rebound brought down by Abbott. 35 seconds to go. Amherst wants to run. Stutter dribble Esperson comes all the way to the baseline, kicks it out to Lockhorn. He'll give it off for Rody for a three. It doesn't catch anything. Abbott tries to save it in. He does, but he saves it right to the Irish. And up the floor will be Gary White. White over on the left wing. A pull-up three is off the mark that time by Ferguson. And the ball is saved in by Dominic Esperson. 13 seconds to go. Plenty of time. Down the middle of the floor, Rody gives it to Eckhout. He's going to try a right corner three and drain it. Well, we got an injury on the floor. Holden Eckhout nails the three-pointer, the first of the game, and breaking a nearly four-minute stretch. And in that scrum coming down the floor, we had a Bronco, I think, just get his foot stepped on. Trying to check. I think that's Rody. Rody made the assist. And then I think he came down awkwardly, and they're going to take a look at that. So our injury report Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. We have five seconds to go before halftime. It is Amherst 26 and North Platte St. Pat's 17. And Rody will try and walk it off with just the freshman. He's in a little bit of pain. He's being helped off by Coach Adelung, and they'll try and get him to the locker room. Unfortunately for Amherst, they're at the far locker rooms here today, so that's kind of a long walk for the young man. So here we go. St. Pat's has five seconds to go the length of the court, get something off. They'll throw it to half court. Nice pass there to Roberts. Roberts stops at the top of the circle. He'll take the three. It's off the mark, and that is the end of the first half of play. St. Pat's in it on five three-pointers, and Eckout has a huge first half. He has seven in each quarter. Excuse me, he has seven of the first quarter and nine of the second quarter. 16 of his team's 26 points at the half. Amherst 26, North Platte, St. Pat's 17. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up next as you're listening to the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament on ESPN. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. 
The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. Well, our producer, engineer Merritt Lawson. I'm Doug Duda back here at Cope Gymnasium at Kearney Catholic. Halftime of the second of four games that we're bringing you today here on ESPN Radio from the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament. It is the boys' contest at the half Amherst 26 and North Platte St. Pat's 17. This is the Ravetta Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravetta Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Earlier in the girls' game, it was North Platte St. Pat's. Uh, just a kind of a standard start, 13-3. Amherst just didn't score well all day long. But then they started to turn the ball over, and St. Pat's outscored them 23-5 to in the second quarter. They scored the first 13 points of the third quarter, went up 49-8, to got the running clock, and won it by a score of 57-20. to Haley Oman had 21 points for the Irish. Rachel Hess had 11, and Kaylee Coomer had 10 for Amherst. Abby Martinson had 8, and Emily Arnold had 6. So Amherst will have the first game tomorrow, the girls' consolation at 11-30 against the Kearney Catholic Ogallala loser, and we will have that and all the games tomorrow on Classic Hits 98.9 FM for St. Pat's. They will play in the winner's bracket game tomorrow at 2.30. The boys' consolation game is at 1 and then around 4.30 or so, 3.30, whatever it is, 3.15. I have to double-check with that last boys' game around 4 o'clock tomorrow for the championship. Score update from... The halftime over at uh, Ravenna, the boys' consolation, Centura 28, Overton 23. The Ravenna Holiday Tournament currently airing on Classic Hits 98-9. Earlier today in the girls' consolation, Overton beat Riverside 46-35. Also today, the Hastings St. Cecilia girls beat York in double overtime by a score of 44-41 in the York Holiday Tournament. That was, again, the consolation game. And the championship game will be between Hastings St. Cecilia and York, the number one team in Class B. And you can hear that tonight on 1230 KHAS. Scheduled to get underway at 545, the championship. Uh, some other girls scores it looks like that we can pass along to you on this Friday. Giltner beat Heartland Lutheran 56-34. to Hitchcock County over Anselmo Myrna 44-38. to Silver Lake girls beat Shelton 34-38. to 26, and we will have an update on what's going on at the GNAC tournament with Carney High here in just a little bit. Both the girls and boys playing in the semifinals uh, this afternoon. Again, here at halftime, 26 to 17. Also, for our Amherst fans, we remind you that we get back on the wrestling mat when we turn the calendar next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. It's the annual Amherst Wrestling Invitational. Larry Baker and I will be among those on hand. Next Saturday, January 6th, bringing you the championship round on Classic Hits 98.9. We'll be back to uh, basketball here where the Amherst boys lead at 26-17 over St. Pat's after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. 
Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's take a look now at our first half numbers. First off, for the Irish of North Platte St. Pat's, I have Tyler Hess with one rebound. Tyler Ferguson has a three-point bucket. We have Gary White III with 12 points on four three-pointers. He has a rebound and a blocked shot. Nick Neeson has one rebound. Charles Optenkamp has the only two-point bucket of the entire game. For North Platte St. Pat's, he's got four rebounds. Ben Vazorek has a rebound. James Roberts has two rebounds. Four rebounds in the first quarter, six in the second quarter. They've been to the line in the second quarter three times and missed them all. Three points, shooting two of five in the first, three of eight in the second. Turnover, six in the first, and three in the second. Foul situation, often camp the only player. That has two. North Platte St. Pat's, six points in the first quarter, 11 in the second at the half. 17 points, 10 rebounds, 0 of 3 from the free throw line, 5 of 13 from three-point land, one block, and nine turnovers. We'll come back and look at the numbers for Amherst right after this. Hitting home runs is sure a thrill, but more often than not, it's the small ball that wins the game in agriculture. At the Aurora Cooperative, we know that by managing the small increments, we can make a huge difference. Couple that with a competitive team who wants you and your farms to win, now that's a true yielding combination. Whether it's grain marketing, animal nutrition, providing agronomic solutions, or turning your corn into your ethanol, Aurora Cooperative's mission is to put equity to work in ways that produce yielding results for your operation. To learn more about the Aurora Cooperative, check out our website at auroracooperative.com. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. Buy day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. Now let's take a look at the first half numbers for Amherst. Only four players have scored, led by Holden Eckout, 16 points and four rebounds. Kalen Rohde has two points, two rebounds. Dominic Esperson, three rebounds. Dakota Abbott, six points, five rebounds. Trevor Lockhorn, a rebound. And Noah Fader, two points, two rebounds and a block. Nine rebounds in the first quarter, eight in the second. Free throw shooting, one of three in the first, four of four in the second. Three-point shooting, 0 of three in the first, one of four in the second. Turnovers. Four in each quarter. Foul situation, Fader the only player with two. 11 points in the first quarter, 15 in the second at the half. Amherst, 26 points, 17 rebounds, five out of seven at the free throw line, one of seven from three-point land, one block and eight turnovers. Amherst, who's five and four, but again, all four of those losses are to teams that are currently undefeated. 
and they lead 5-3 St. Pat's 26-17. I told you that they would probably be in the locker room a long time trying to figure out this Amherst defense. We've got 90 seconds left in halftime, and St. Pat's is yet to come back out on the floor. They're really working in there to try to figure out how to get something going offensively in the second half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. What's the big news? The big news is Buzz's Marine's 40th annual used boat show taking place January 6th through the 13th. During this show, you can get the best prices of the year on the best used boats available. Buzz's will have lots of premium used boats on hand that have been completely checked out and detailed, and they come with a rock-solid warranty. So find out more and read all about it at buzzesmarine.com. Family fun launches from here during Buzz's Marine's 40th annual used boat show January 6th through the 13th, 5th and Central Carney. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. With our producer-engineer, Merritt Lawson, Doug Duda back with you here at Kearney Catholic, ready to begin the second half. Our seeds to success are brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. Well, a lot of this is going to depend on how the Irish can handle what Amherst does defensively and how will they play them out of the gate. Looks like they're going to man up just to try and throw them off as St. Pat's will get the ball to start the third quarter. A three-pointer to start things off from the corner. Their 14th attempt of the game from beyond the arc is going to be no good from Tyler Hess. The ball will go out of bounds last touched by Amherst. And so St. Pat's gets another chance underneath their own hoop. Kick it out on the wing to Nick Neeson. They're trying to keep a tighter grip here on what Gary White's doing after hitting the four threes. That's about all St. Pat's could do offensively, but slow here to get things going. They try to dump it inside to Often Camp. He's on the block, but guarded by Holden Eckhout, so kicks it out again. Coach O'Malley just pacing the sidelines here. Just not pleased with what's going on. They get it inside. There's a good ball fake by Brocious. Gets around the defender, but his layup falls off the rim. No good. The rebound brought down by Holden Eckhout. Eckhout gets the ball up the floor quickly. They try to get it to Abbott. Abbott wasn't ready for it. It bounces off of him, and the Broncos turn it over for the ninth time. 26-17, deep three by Hess. No good. Abbott's going to go up and pull down his 6-3 rebound, and here come the Irish. They are relying on that three-point bucket. Into the corner, Eckhout with a game-high 16 points. Swing it over to the top of the circle. Porter Pearson starts here in the second half for Amherst and Coach Giffen. Eckhout thinking about the top of the key three, handed his face by Gary White. St. Pat's sagging back to try to cover Abbott. He's got three people on him, and he draws the foul. Boy, you got that many guys on you, and they still collect the foul. So Dakota will go to the line and shoot two. He made a couple of free throws back in the second quarter. This is the second foul on Tyler Hess, and Abbott's free throw is up and in. Seven points now for Dakota Abbott, 27-17 Amherst. Their biggest lead was 14 points. 
23-9. Second free throw in and out. No good. Often Camp will bring down his fifth rebound. Hands it off to Heiss. Or Hass, excuse me. Hass brings it into the front court, gives it off to Nick Neeson. Into Often Camp. He's going to take it down the middle of the lane. There was some contact, but they're going to give Fader credit for the block and will come the other way. Asperson pulls it up, goes over to Fader outside the arc on the right wing. He's not afraid to tip the three. He's already done that a couple times. Skip pass back over to him. Fader will try the three. Good rotation on it, but it's no good. Long rebound comes out, but Often Camp boxes out the shooter and gets the rebound. Pull up three. White. That one's going to be short. No good. Hustling to get the rebound is going to be Brocious, and as Brocious tries to take it down the baseline, he walks with a basketball. First turnover of the half, tenth of the game for the Irish. 5.52 to go in the third quarter. We've had one free throw so far, and that was by Amherst, and they're up by 10, 27-17. Not really the kind of scoring that we thought that we would see in this basketball game. I mean, St. Pat's is averaging about 50 points a game. Now, they were held to 35 by Gothenburg, so they can struggle. Three-pointer at the other end. Esperson, no good. Hess will grab his second rebound, and it's tuned into a three-point shooting contest that nobody's winning right now. Coach O'Malley shouting out instructions. They get it to Brocious. He pops it out over the left wing to Neeson, the point guard, off two screens. White fakes the three. Got Abbott in the air, decides not to take the shot. Lob it down to Often Camp. It's going to be deflected away there by Dominic Esperson, but the Irish pick it back up. Good defense here by the Broncos. Long possession for St. Pat's. On the left wing, Hess gets it backside, and the shot blocked by Eckow, but on a follow-through, they're going to call a foul and send Nick Neeson to the line to shoot two. There haven't been very many fouls called on Amherst, and Amherst was not pleased with that one. That was one of those where Eckhout blocked the shot, but then he had it so strong that when he came through the basketball, he did make contact, and White, or Neeson, will put the free throw up and in, his first of the ball game, first point. First point of the second half, took three more minutes for the Irish to score. And the second free throw good as well. So Neeson hits them both, and it's 27-19 Amherst. The winner plays in the championship tomorrow afternoon at around 4.15. Ball's tipped, goes into the backcourt, grabbed there by Esperson. Swings it over to Fader on the right wing. Rotate it quickly over to Pearson. He's wide open. The lefty three is too strong, no good. Rebound, Pearson trying to tip it into his teammate, and he did, but Abbott was standing out of bounds. Into the ball game for North Platte St. Pat's is going to be Ben Vizorek. 27-19, St. Pat with the lead. Can they work their way back into this basketball game? Neither team doing anything offensively here in the third quarter. And both teams like to get up and down the floor, especially Amherst has got to be just crushing them right now. Vizorek in the right-hand corner. He's deep over there. Eckhout. Makes him pick his dribble up to the right elbow. Often Camp tries to step through. Got fouled. Lost the basketball. Got it back. Put it up and in. And there's the foul. He'll take that. He'd rather have a three-point play opportunity. Again, that is just the second two-point bucket of the entire game for North Platte St. Pat's. And we have 4.17 to go in the third quarter. And both of them have been by Often Camp. And both of them he's been fouled. Check it in. Tyler Ferguson for St. Pat's. And back in Lockhorn for Amherst. Fader will get a breather because that is his third Personal foul. The free throw by Oftenkamp is on the way. No good. Long rebound. Tipped by Amherst. Instead of grabbing it, it goes out of bounds. Last touch by Ferguson. He was trying to grab it and stay in bounds at the same time and was unable to do that. 
4.15 remaining. It is a six-point game, though. This is as close as St. Pat's has been since the second early start of the second quarter. As Esperson slowly brings the ball up the floor, stutter dribble, then kicks it way back out to Lockhorn. They double-team him and strip the basketball away. Second turnover of the half. Fast break, one on two. Eckhout tries to make him change it, but he can, and Neeson lays it up and in. It's a four-point game, 27-23. Amherst has yet to get a field goal, and Eckhout just puts his head down, goes, runs over a defender, balls loose. He got his own rebound. He put it back up and draws the foul. It was a scrum and a melee and all the things you want to use right there. But Coach O'Malley off the bench applauding his team, saying, hang in there, don't worry about that. It was a good play. The foul on Neeson will be his first. Each team with a couple of fouls here. And the free throw by Eckhout. He's going to bounce around and in. Holden now. With 19 points in the game. And the free throw is up, and it is in. So it's 29-23, but just three free throws here in the quarter for Amherst. Off a couple of screens, we've got an open three for Ferguson, and that's no good. He likes to take long threes. Rebound brought down by Dakota Abbott, his seventh. Six-point lead. Back in the game is Kalen Rohde. Remember, he hurt his ankle Late in the second quarter, and he's back in there, and he is noticeably limping. He's got it in the right-hand corner. Skips it through to Abbott at the high post. Pull-up jumper from 14. It's no good. Rebound pulled down by Ferguson. Ferguson outlet pass quickly into the front court. Gary White. White wants to bring it into the paint. Does. Scoop shot in and out. No good. Rebound pulled down by Dakota Abbott, and he is fouled. Getting caught up inside there is going to be Ben Vazorek. That's his second and the team's third. 20, and we're going to get a substitution here before they can get the ball in. Grant Bergstrom wants to come in for Abbott. Be interested to see what Coach Giffen's strategy is right now. They are really struggling. It was the Irish struggling in the first half, and they're not exactly tearing it up here in the third quarter, but Amherst hasn't scored a bucket. They'll try and change that Esperson. Left baseline, nine-footer. No good. Off the iron. Rebound brought down by Gary White, and he'll push the ball up the floor. Still coming, trying to get a foul draw. Instead, he'll kick it out for a three that is no good by Tyler Ferguson. Often Camp gets the offensive rebound, puts it up and in. Ends up on the ground. He was looking for a call. Often Camp with six points. 29-25, they'll put on some token pressure in the backcourt, but not enough to worry Amherst, and they'll end up walking it across the timeline. Up top, they'll get it to a roadie. Rody lobs it into Eckout. He goes with a scoop shot and draws the foul. Eckout will go back to the line to shoot two. He is three of three at the line, has 18 points. And the foul going to be called. On Often Camp, his third. So even though he's providing him at least something inside, he's also in a little bit of foul trouble. And two free throws coming up. That count the game's leading score, trying to put some more on the board. If they can't do it in the field, do it at the line. But that one's going to be short. No good. Here comes three fresh sets of legs in for North Platte St. Pat's in Hess, Brocious, and Roberts. Don't forget... We still have two more games after this. Kearney Catholic and Ogallala. 
The second free throw now by Eckhout. That is in and out. No good. Offensive rebound. Lockhorn in traffic. Puts it up. It won't go. And the rebound brought down by Neeson. And here comes St. Pat's. They can make it a one-possession game somehow. I don't know how, but they can. Well, how is because their defense has shut down Amherst. Hess into the corner. Gets it to White. Back up top they'll go to Neeson. Trying to move the ball a little bit quicker here. Amherst has stayed in that 2-1-2 zone, packing it in. They're satisfied if St. Pat's takes those deep three-pointers. Roberts tries to dump it inside against Eckout. The fadeaway jumper, White, tough shot, won't go. Rebound brought down by Holden, his seventh. Quickly gets it out into the front court, but Rody just can't run on that bum ankle, and he'll give it back to Eckout, who tries to bring it down the right side of the key, runs into the defender off the screen, lost the basketball. Numbers aren't there right now for Hess, so he'll pull it up. Back to the trailer, White. Thought about the three, didn't take it. A minute 15 to go in the third quarter. Amherst 29, North Platte, St. Pat's 25. And St. Pat's setting up a, kind of almost a play-by-play in front of their own bench without the timeout. White fakes the three, got around Lockhorn, takes the 10-footer. It's no good. Holden out, pulls down his 8 three bound, and they stayed after him too long until they committed the foul. And that is on Tyler Hess, his third. So Hess has three. Oftenkamp has three. Five team fouls here in the quarter so far. And a late check-in here for Tyler Ferguson. Trying to slide in there and get Hess back to the bench with those fouls. And so it will be Amherst basketball. 57 seconds to go in the quarter, and they have not scored a bucket. They have three free throws. That's it. And they maintain the lead, 29-25. Ball into the corner. Out of the bounds. They were throwing it to Pearson. It looked like, and Bergstrom came out there to set a screen and got in the way. And Amherst now with four turnovers in each quarter for a total of 12. St. Pat's has only turned it over one time here in the quarter after having nine in the first half. Let's see if the Irish want to hold for the last shot with 40 seconds to go. They're really setting things up, and Coach O'Malley says, let's go run it. Backdoor lob wasn't open. The ball tipped away. St. Pat's throws it away, and now a chance for the last shot here. Bergstrom will bring the ball up the floor for Amherst. 22 seconds to go. Kicks it back outside into the hands of Pearson, and another steal. And then they get it back at the other end. White couldn't hang on. He was trying to go one-on-two. Baseball pass down to Abbott, and he'll score. Finally, something goes through the cylinder for Amherst. We're down to seven seconds, trying to get a clean shot away as Neeson. He throws it over for an open three at the horn, but it is no good by Tyler Ferguson. And we are at the end of what was not a very pretty third quarter of play offensively, but it is still the Amherst Broncos 31, the North Platte St. Pat's Irish 25 here on ESPN Radio. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer corn products feature high-performance trait packages, 
but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And welcome back to Cope Gymnasium here in the Carnatonian Repair Broadcast booth. Doug Duda with you heading into the fourth quarter of the boys' game. Amherst 31 and North Platte St. Pat's 25. St. Pat's outscored Amherst 8-5 to in that third quarter. Very, very low-scoring quarter. Now let's see how things play out the rest of the way. Amherst gets the ball to start the fourth quarter, try to get it to the high post. It's knocked away. Everybody's on the floor. We're going to get a jump, so it immediately goes over to North Platte St. Pat's. That is the 14th turnover for Amherst, six here in the half. The Irish have three here so far in the half. They are led by Gary White the third, 12 points, but those were on four three-pointers in the first half. Holden out has 18 for Amherst. Trying to get it down low to Opton Camp. He's in the paint. Kicks it back out to White. Top of the key. Neeson for three. It's good. Nick Neeson hits the three. That's the first three of the second half for St. Pat's. They'd missed their first five. They're now six of 19 beyond the arc. 31-28 and a steal at the other end. Coming up with it. Brocious one-on-one at Eckout. He's going to run right into him, lay it up and in, and they'll call a charge. Let's find out. What are they calling? Is it a charge or count the hoop? It is going to be a charge on Jaden Brocious, his second. St. Pat's thought that they were going to the line to tie the basketball game. The radio broadcaster says there shouldn't have been a whistle. Just count the layup. There wasn't that much contact. They both kind of knew what was about to happen and did the right thing. So Amherst now against full court pressure to Eckout. Pull up three, and it's all net. What a change right there. That could have been a six-point swing. 34-28, the lead for Amherst, and a timeout will be called here by St. Pat's, and I think Coach O'Malley, who is always pretty mild-mannered, wants to give another glare to the official on that charge call. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, 7-12 to go in the game, Amherst 34, St. Pat's 28. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. All right, we are back here at Cope Gymnasium with St. Pat's trying to find a way on a day that they have not scored the ball to hang in with Amherst. They shut him down in the second half. Here's another three by White, but that's over everything. No good. Ball ends up in the hands of Camp. He'll kick it out top. Neeson, Neeson for three. It's no good. Rebound run down to the corner. Eckout trying to out-wrestle two Irish, and he does to get his 10th board. Outlet pass. Gets it into the hands of Esperson and into the front court he goes. Again, they have put Rody back on the bench with that bum ankle there, going more with Porter Pearson. High post, they get it to Noah Fader. Fader on the handoff, right baseline jumper from 12 is up and in by Dominic Esperson. That's his first bucket of the ball game, 36-28 to 28 in favor of Amherst. They've got an eight-point lead as St. Pat's now 
Can't afford to get too far behind. Brocious steps through, comes to the hole, lays it up in traffic. No good. Rebound by Abbott. He now has eight. Abbott and Eckhout once again leading the way here for the Broncos, who just a moment ago looked like it could be a tie game. Now they're up eight. Eckhout blocked from behind by Tyler Hess. They let it go. Hess is going to go all the way to the other end, off the glass and in. Eckhout still got back there, but a heck of a shot by Hess. That's his first bucket of the ball game. 36-30. A six-point lead for Amherst. The Irish don't think that they're getting the benefit of the whistle right now. A couple calls that went against them, and then a couple of calls they didn't get on their side. Eckhout looking for the high screen and roll with Abbott. It's not there. Bounce pass back out between the circles to Porter Pearson. He'll go left wing to Esperson. Tries to lob it inside. It's way over Fader's head. And Amherst now starting to turn the ball over a little much. Into the front court, White on the left wing. Back between the circles to Neeson. Neeson holds the ball. They're down by six. He'll dribble to the top of the key. Over to White. He's got a look. Didn't take it to the baseline. Often camp. He'll come in. Try to fake that shot and kick it out for a three. It's good. I thought he was going to go reverse layup. But he gets it to Tyler Hess. And Hess gets his first three of the game. And we're down to a three-point game. 36-33. to 33. Five minutes to go. Amherst with the lead. They have led all but one time in this game. Pearson. Over to Fader. Eckhout really getting bumped inside. They get it to Abbott backside, and he's fouled. Hess tried to come in there and rip it away. And for Hess, that would be his fourth personal foul, if that's where it's called. It's going to be on, nope, Brocious. It's going to be on Brocious. That'll be his third. And that will put Amherst in the one-and-one. Seven fouls on the Irish. Two have been called on the Broncos, and Dakota Abbott, is three of four at the line. He's got nine points, eight rebounds unofficially. Trying to make it a two-possession game. The front end of the one-and-one one is good. So Abbott and Eckout are accounting for 31 of the team's 37 points. Second free throw on the way, and it is no good. Fader tries to keep it alive, but good job of boxing out and corralling the rebound there for Ben Vazorek. 37-33 Amherst, 4.40 to go. North Platte St. Pat's brings the ball into the front court. They spread it against this 1-3-1 zone, but Amherst has not really brought that 1-3-1 all the way out to 30 feet like they did in the first half. They'll get it to Roberts. Roberts into the corner, give and go back to him, tries to get Abbott posted up. Abbott just stood his ground, blocked the shot, took it away. Dakota Abbott, nice steal. First turnover for the Irish, and it's 37-33 still with 4.15 to go. Lob it into Abbott. He's doubled on the right block. Kick it into the corner to Esperson. Dribbles it back out to Pearson. Back to Abbott. Now it's one-on-one. Turn around. Chepper off the window and in. Dakota Abbott liked where he was the second time that he got the rocket. It's 39-33. Four minutes to go. Amherst by six. St. Pat's into the front court. Nick Neeson. They'll swing it over to the Often Camp in the right-hand corner. He's doubled. He loses his dribble. He just has to throw it all the way over to Roberts. He got it. Who drops it down to Vizorek. Vizorek drives. Kicks it out. They just have no shots in the paint. Just nothing. Another three. White. It's off the iron. High in the air. Comes down. Out of bounds. Last touch by St. Pat's. St. Pat's is two of five in the quarter. Two of ten and a half from three-point land. Seven of 23 in the game. Back into the ball game with that bum ankle is Kalen Rohde. And also coming in Trevor Lockhorn. Staying out there will be Pearson, Abbott, and of course Eckhout. They're trying to guard Eckhout all the way. And trouble on the inbounds, just barely secured. He's not sure if he can dribble, so tries to pass it. 
hot potato right now, and Amherst is going to call a timeout. They were going to call it, then they weren't. Then they said, now nah, we just won't take it. We have them all remaining. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. With 3.29 to go in the game, it is Amherst 39 at North Platte St. Pat's 33. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Who will advance on to the championship game of the Kearney Catholic Holiday Tournament? We're three and a half minutes away from finding out. Amherst, after the timeout, facing full court pressure. The ball kicked out of bounds by North Platte St. Pat's. This is KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Glad to have you along with us. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. 39-33, Amherst only 16 points in the second half. They break the press. Abbott dribbles all the way down, pulls up from seven, hits the heel. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Gary White, and then he is fouled as they tried to rip it out of there. That'll be just the third team foul on Amherst, so they're okay there. And the individual that they call it on is Trevor Lockhorn, as we confirm that. 39-33. Every bucket almost doubled right now in a low-scoring game like this. Three minutes to go. Working around that 1-3-1 zone. St. Pat's trying to find an opening. Get it down on the block to Hess. It's not where he wants to be. Outlet pass tipped by Lockhorn, but Often can't pick it up. And as he drives to the hoop, a blocking foul going to be called on Porter Pearson. He just got caught up in the wash there. That'll be his first. And Charles Oftenkamp, 0 of 2 at the line. We'll go to the line right now. He's got six points and seven rebounds unofficially. And the first free throw is up, and it is in and out. No good. Kearney Catholic Ogallala doubleheader will be next right around 5 o'clock. So stay with us for that. Get you an update here on what's going on over at the Ravenna Holiday Tournament. Centura and Overton boys should be just finished up with that. And Often Camp's next free throw is up and in, so he gets one of the two. He has seven points, makes it a five-point game, 39-34. Amherst now trying to handle this pressure. They get it to Rody. Rody will push it down the middle of the floor. Looks a little bit better on that ankle right now. Picks his dribble up at the left elbow, tries to force it into Eck out. There's too many hands of the opposing team, and they knock it away. White outlet pass to Often Camp, kicks it in the corner for a three. Hess off the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Eck out. Holden gets rid of it quickly to Rody, and it just seems like the Irish cannot make that shot, the shot they need. They've been as close as three after being down by 14 in the first half. Amherst to Abbott up top, swings it into the corner to Noah Fader. 
Back up top, Rohde trying to milk a little clock here. Swing it all the way over to Esperson. High post to Abbott. 2.10 to go. 39-34 Amherst. Amherst had five points in the third quarter. They've got eight here in the fourth quarter. Eckout is trapped in front of his own bench, and we're going to get a timeout called by Coach Giffen. He'll have three remaining. St. Pat's has two remaining. 158 to go in the game. It is Amherst 39, North Platte St. Pat's 34. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Doug Duda back with you here at Cope Gymnasium, the new West Post game show coming up. We're 158 away. Again, in the girls' game today, St. Pat's had no problem beating Amherst 57-20. But here in the boys' game, it's been a little bit of a struggle. Amherst was up 23-9 midway through the second quarter. Remember that, 23-9 midway through the second quarter. And since then, they've scored 16 points, but they still have the lead. Here's a nice touch pass to Abbott underneath. The shot blocked. Coming in and getting a hand on it, Nick Neeson. That might be the play of the game right there if the Irish can put one home here. It would have been a seven-point game. Now it stays at five, and the Irish have the ball with a minute 40 to go. And Eckhout steals the ball. At least he knocked it away, and he will go track it down. They threw it up top. They telegraphed it. Eckhout got it. And the Amherst coaches say pull it out. 90 seconds to go. They're in the bonus, so if the Irish foul, we will see a one-and-one. With it is Rohde. To Fader. And there's a foul. Eckhout. Probably not the guy you want to foul. A one and one is coming up. The foul is called on Gary White. That is his first of the game, so he had him to give. And hold an Eckhout. If my book is right, he made his first three and then missed his next two. Here comes Tyler Ferguson, who can hit those threes, but so can Tyler Hess, and they take him out. 115 to go, and Amherst will try and salt this one away from the free throw line. Eckhout up, and it bounces in. 22 points now for Holden Eckhout, 40-34. to 34. And a chance now to make it a three-possession basketball game. On the way, and it is good. So Eckhout hits them both. The Centura boys clip Overton 60-58 to 58 over in the Ravenna Consolation Games. We've had a couple of good ones. 41-34, we're down to a minute five to go. They probably need a three. That's what St. Pat's has been relying on. Neeson kicks it into the right wing to Ferguson. Leaves it into the corner for Camp. Underneath the hoop, Ferguson back out wide, open three, and it is short. It was right on line, but short, and Dakota Abbott will pull down the rebound, and... Amherst trying to get possession of the basketball up the floor and in trouble, Rohde. So Coach Giffen calls the timeout. He's got him to use. They don't want to lose the basketball. North Platte St. Pat's slapping on good defense right away. 43 seconds remaining in the game. Amherst trying to get to the finish line. Up 41-34. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Out of the timeout, a baseball passed out a hole in that count, and they score, and that should be enough to put this one away for Amherst. Up by nine, 43-34, with 35 seconds to go. Here's a force three in the right corner, but it is up and good, and we get a timeout called by St. Pat's. So Nick Neeson nails the three. That's the third three here of the fourth quarter of play. I have 26 three-point attempts so far for St. Pat's. So there is a glimmer of hope with 30 seconds remaining in the ball game. And the score, Amherst 43 at North Platte St. Pat's 37. Uh, score updates for you that we have over in that Ravenna Holiday Tournament airing on Classic Hits 98-9. Centura boys beat Overton 60-58. to The Overton girls beat Riverside 46-35. to The championship games will be coming up in about 15 minutes. On the girls' side, Ravenna will play Centura and then a battle of state-rated teams when 8-1 Riverside takes on 7-0 Ravenna in the boys' game at 6-15. Coming up at 5 o'clock here on ESPN Radio, Carney Catholic and Ogallala will begin their doubleheader. College football update for you. In the Belk Bowl, Wake Forest outscores Texas A&M 55-52 at the half. North Carolina State leads Arizona State 28-10. And with a minute and a half to go in the first quarter, Kentucky leading Northwestern 7-3. Don't forget, after basketball tonight, we have the Cotton Bowl, Ohio State and Southern Cal here on ESPN Radio. All right, back to action. Amherst just has to not turn it over, maybe make one more free throw. They're up six with 31 seconds to go. And Amherst will look to throw it in. They get it up to the big man, Noah Fader. And they don't foul him right away. And they play keep away. And Abbott has it in the front court. They might get a layup out of the deal. They do. Esperson from Abbott. And it's 45-37. St. Pat's up the floor. A quick three on the way by Hess. He's got it. And a timeout will be called by North Platte St. Pat's. That'll be their final timeout with 13 seconds to go in the game. 45-40 is your score in favor of Amherst. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Girls action today, Donovan Trumbull a winner over Gibbon, 62-31. to Thirteen seconds remaining in our boys' game. And again, Amherst has led basically all but five seconds. And they're trying to get to the finish line. It's been a rough one for them, but they are up 45-40. to And they have the ball. 
And we have to anticipate St. Pat's with a quick foul. Again, St. Pat's doesn't have any timeouts, and 13 seconds is about all you could get two shots up in. So let's find out. They won't guard Kalen Rohde, who will throw the ball in. See if they just lob it to one of the big guys. Oh, Eckhout comes off the screen easily, and they get to him after three seconds run off the clock. So Holden Eckhout will go to the line. It's still a one-and-one, as that is the ninth team foul. Eckhout been pretty solid at the line. He's five of seven. I've got him for 25 points, right at his average of 24. And if he hits them both here, this one will officially be over. Front end of the one-and-one is up and no good. Rebound brought down by Hess. They need a quick bucket here. Up ahead, Ferguson, about a 28-footer. He almost banked it in, but the rebound comes down to Abbott, and he'll be able to dribble out the clock, and that will end the basketball game. So it got a little tense down the stretch, but the Amherst boys have beaten everybody on their schedule, that isn't undefeated. They're 6-4. and four. Again, the four teams that have beaten them are still undefeated. 45-40. to 40. St. Pat's goes to 5-4. and four. Amherst 6-4. And, and we'll be back with the new West postgame show right after this on ESPN Radio. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Daniel the deer danced everywhere. He pranced through fields and jigged through rivers. Then he saw it. What a stage. A place no deer had dared dance before. The hood of a brand new car. Hey, my car. And the car was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Deer Dance Floor, December 1st, 2014. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 this bum. is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. And welcome back to uh, Cope Gymnasium. A big thank you to Athletic Director Rick Petrie, Dwayne Schmidt, all the fine folks here at Kearney Catholic for their hospitality. We're halfway home. The first doubleheader is in the books. It's a split one. North Platte St. Pat's wins the girls game 57-20. to Amherst wins the boys game by a score of 45-40. to This is the Duet Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, Duet is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. They put 33 minutes on the clock, so we might start the Kearney Catholic Ogallala girls game about five minutes early just uh, for the fans that are uh, headed this way. For North Platte St. Pat's, they had five players score. Tyler Hess had all eight of his points in the fourth quarter. Eight points, three rebounds, and a block. Tyler Ferguson had one three-point bucket and a rebound. Jaden Brocious had a rebound. Gary White ended up being the leading scorer 
all 12 points on four three-pointers came in the first half. He had three rebounds and a block. Nick Neeson, all 10 of his points came in the second half, two rebounds and a block. Charles Oftenkamp, 7.7 rebounds. Ben Vizorek, two rebounds. James Roberts, two rebounds. 40 points with 17 of those in the first half, 23 in the second half. 40 points, 21 rebounds, 3 out of 8 at the free throw line, 9 of 28 from 3-point land, 3 blocks, 14 turnovers. The Irish are now 5-4, and four, and they will play in the consolation game tomorrow at 1 o'clock against the Kearney Catholic Ogallala loser. If it's Kearney Catholic, we'll have that for you. If it's Ogallala, we will skip that game, but all the games involving Amherst and Kearney Catholic tomorrow will be on Classic Hits 98-9. For Amherst, uh, they will play in the championship tomorrow at 4-15 on classic hits and for the uh, Broncos they had just five players scoring the game today led by Holden Eckout one point over his average 25 points 11 rebounds Kalen Rohde two points two rebounds Dominic Esperson four points three rebounds Dakota Abbott 12 points 10 rebounds and a block Trevor Lockhorn two rebounds and Noah Fader two points three rebounds two blocks 26 points in the first half 19 in the second half but it's enough Amherst, 45 points, 31 rebounds, 11 out of 18 at the free throw line, 2 of 11 from three-point land, three blocks, and 17 turnovers. The Broncos are now 6-4 and four on the season, and uh, after tomorrow's championship, then they will play at Eustis Farnham on Thursday the 4th, return home against Overton on the 5th. And again, other scores from around the area. Overton just lost late in the game to Centura's boys, 60-58 to in the third-place game at the Ravenna Holiday Tournament. In the girls' consolation game, Overton picked up the win over Riverside, 46-35. to The St. Cecilia girls beat York in double overtime today at the York Holiday Tournament to take third, 44-41. Uh, the Kearney boys just getting underway with their semifinal going on in the Agenac Tournament. And we also have the Hastings girls knocking off Norfolk, 33-29. to in the GNAC semifinals, Donovan Trouble Girls beat Gibbon 62-31. to You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And as we leave you, we can give you the boys' score. Uh, Carney High up on Scott's Bluff at the half, 31-19. to For our producer-engineer, Merritt Lawson, I'm Doug Duda. We'll be back with you in about 25 minutes, about 4.50, as Kearney Catholic and Ogallala will get their doubleheader underway. Again, the finals here. St. Pat's wins the girls' game over Amherst 57-20. Amherst wins the boys' game 45-40. Keep it here for more high school hoops. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.